0: For more, we join on the line now by Narina Fissa, strategist at ETFSA. Good morning, Narina.
1: Good morning, Sakina. On this very happy
0: Thursday. Indeed, it (laughs) is. And 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 thanks for that smiley face that you sent. Love it when people you know just inject positivity at this early in the day. But um, getting back to the business at hand, oil has fallen faster than the rand has depreciated, Narina.
1: Isn't that a great news story for us, Saskina? You know, we already last week had quite a significant reduction in the petrol price at the pumps, and with the oil price having fallen faster than the rand in in this current week, um, there's a good indication that maybe there will be more oil price or petrol price cuts on the on the cards. You know, the International Energy Agency uh, yesterday said that they expect this current glut in in global oil supplies. To last um, throughout next year And that really just means good news for us at the petrol pump Because it means the oil price will remain relatively weak And I do think that the weakness in the RAND currently is overdone So as that recovers, it just means good news for us in terms of petrol prices So mm. how's that for a lovely good news story for a Thursday morning? And
0: don't we need it? But how soon can you know we look uh, to have that, see that filter through to the consumer?
1: Well, you know what? Um there are some aspects that the trans Transmission mechanism or the translation mechanism is very quick. So clearly, you know, people filling up their own cars or um, in terms of private transport and even to some extent um, in terms of the inflationary pressures on producer prices, we find that working through quite quickly. Where it doesn't filter through unfortunately is in terms of public transport where you often find that as oil prices increase, the cost of public transport like taxi fares and bus fares and so on increase but they don't decrease as fast when when oil prices come down. So um, I think there's at least the advantage that in some aspects of inflationary pressure, we will have a reprieve from the the, the lower oil prices.
0: And then, of course, for those uh, in this particular sector, more good news. Gold and gold shares bounced strongly yesterday.
1: Yes, so in a a very red market across the board yesterday, we had this one – glittering aspect of our market, which is something that we've we've often seen in the past, but some people have started to doubt um, sort of the power of gold to act as a, as a hedge during times of turmoil. But we definitely see this week that the demand for physical gold and with that, and also um, our gold mine share prices have rebounded very strongly. So yesterday, um, the gold sector was up over 10% and some individual companies up over, over 11%. Yes, it does come off a very low base, but I think um, for the first time in a long while, we've actually seen gold react the way that we expect it to react when there are currency crises. And I think that is when we look towards gold more as a currency rather than as a metal. So yes, it is a precious metal, but um, when people are looking you know, in times in, in of what they call the fiat currency, which is really paper-based currencies, which is the backing of most currencies around the world, um, these paper currencies can be printed almost at will by central banks, whereas gold has got a physical store of value. It actually has an underpin to it that people during in of thermal like. So, yes, great news for us in terms of the gold price. Obviously, with the gold mining sector currency with <coughs> its wage negotiations, it's a repeat also for the gold companies where there's a bit of a, of a bounce in the gold price like we saw yesterday.
0: Narina, the
1: JSE... On
0: sale? What's going on there?
1: (laughs) So it was certainly a very, very horrible horrible day yesterday. You know, everything across the board except for the gold chain down way over 3%. And I think um, our, our mentality or our view of the markets um, when we look at a sharp decline like we've seen this week, I think we're thinking about this the wrong way. So we tend to panic when markets fall and we all sort of rush for the door and everybody tries to get out as fast as they can. And yet when you see shops having sales on, people rush the other way. They rush <laughs> in to go and buy these things when they're on sale. So, My view is that we should consider what's happened on the JSE this week as a sale. It's a great opportunity. You can now go and buy it for a lot less. And, in fact, I think we better move very quickly this morning because we've already seen the bounces in the the Asian market. So, you know what? The sale is probably not going to last very long, so I reckon get in there quickly. Get in
0: there and buy what, Narina? quick, quick, quick uh, bit of advice there. What what should we be buying?
1: You know what? I would buy a very broad-based market index through an ETF. It's the best way to get good diversified exposure. It's the cheapest and the lowest risk way to actually buy the market. So go on to ETFSA.co.za and go and buy yourself a nice broad-based um, equity market index this morning.